This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the superfans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. Hey guys, welcome to another Gangplank Report. We have a very cool superfan interview for you. This is my friend, Sandy Nelson Malone. We met, hmm years ago. I don't even remember how many years ago now. Well, I guess 10 years ago. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. It was during my season airing. And that was because you were at the time writing for Monsters and Critics, which Rochelle is now doing for Below Deck, but you were at the time. Yep. So we started chatting at that point and became besties. And we've been on family vacations together. And Yeah, exactly. That's how close we've come to each other at this point. And I was at Adrian's amazing wedding. Oh, yes, you were. And you didn't have to plan it, which was even better. That was the best part. I like weddings that I'm not planning. So prior to Sandy's life writing for different publications, she was actually a wedding planner in Vieques and had her own TV show called Wedding Island. That was on TLC, I think. So you can probably still look up episodes of it. Do you know if that's yeah, on Discovery Plus now and used to be on Amazon Prime? I have Discovery Plus. Guess what? I'm going to be binging. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wedding Island was a trip. My husband and I had a destination wedding planning company for 11 years on Vieques Island, seven miles off the coast of Puerto Rico. And everything had to take two planes or two boats to get there. And it was the most complicated place in the world to plan destination weddings. And it was so much fun. Uh, And we filmed one season of a reality show. And the show is hilarious. But it was very, very difficult to do a reality show with real wedding clients. Because they want to change their colors. They want to mess with it. They're afraid something won't go wrong. And production wants something to go wrong. So it was an interesting experience. But I got to tell you guys. These last two episodes of Below Deck, a little PTSD for me with that horrible wedding. I want to hear your opinion so bad. First off, Adrian introduced you and talked about how long you all have been friends. I've heard so many stories that I got overly familiar immediately. Like, hi, Sandy, it's Jen. Like, you have any clue who I am, but I do. <laughs> I do. I listen to you guys. So I feel yeah. like I know you too. This is, it's like meeting a character out of a book I've read. So oh, great. I would like to be a book character. That's cool. <laughs> I'll take that. But yeah, no, I feel like I know you already. But honestly, I did think of you when Roseanne and I were talking last week because Adrian was still on charter 
and Roseanne and I were talking about the wedding and oh, I was you guys were harsh about the bride. Ooh, yeah. I was so come. glad you did it because now I don't have to, man. <laughs> I started laughing out loud today. I was listening to it on the beach for in Myrtle Beach, my family. And I started laughing out loud. My husband's like, what? I'm like, they called her hair janky. He's like, so did you. I'm like, I know, but I didn't do it on a podcast. <laughs> what people will always get from me is my honest authentic and sometimes very rude opinion <laughs> but her hair was janky and I rewatched because you know how Roseanne had said well maybe it was the sea spray and it looked better no before. it was janky when she walked out of the room yeah I was watching before she even got on the tender I'm like okay Roseanne I'm gonna look at this hair now when I rewatched the never before scene last night and I'm like nope it was bad then too so <laughs> You know what? At least she wasn't freaking out because yeah. there are some brides who would have looked in the mirror and been like, I'm not going. <laughs> right. So, <true>. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they would have kept that in. Bravo would have. Yeah. I have a real problem with you ladies cutting Ashley slack on the neon plastic flowers <laughs> down an aisle <laughs> on a beach. Okay. So I got to tell you, I planned some weddings for some cheap brides. Yeah. And I put some things out that I would not have had at my own wedding. Right. Uh, heck, things I wouldn't want to see at weddings I attended mm-hmm. when I was wedding planning. But I never, I didn't <laughs> let anyone. No, I mean, straight up, I would not allow them to use fake flowers on a beach. I'm like, you don't understand how tacky that looks. Like, you can't fake a fake. Fl- I mean, they're, that was god awful. Yeah. And they had flowers on the boat. Yeah, I, you're right. I had a crazy idea, craziness, right? So let's <laughs> pretend you couldn't find flowers. How about mm-hmm. seashells? Yeah. Oh. Or like palm fronds or some greenery. Or Look hey, at you. Nothing at all instead of those hideous plastic flowers. Yeah. And I'm sorry that that beach, <laughs> that beach had so many people on it. I had like PTSD and clients who insisted on using a beach that you were like, no, there's going to be a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. They think people care that they're getting married Mm -hmm. they probably had the biggest crowd including topless people standing Mm -hmm. there watching their wedding and it's all going to be in the background of their real wedding photos right on the rewatch that i did last night before the new episode aired you could see there were a couple little boats offshore that were looking right at them looking right at the cameras dude everybody knew they were there there were probably four times as many people on the beach watching the wedding when it happened as were there when they first arrived right well and that probably has something to do with the fact that they were followed by tv cameras so no but i'm saying like that was just poor planning. Like everything about that was poor planning. Uh, that was the beach. You didn't go and scope it out. So you went to set up for a wedding. Right. Come on, peeps. How much are they spending a night? If they're going to have a wedding there and you're going to say, okay, we'll do it. Then do it right. Go yeah. find a spot where you don't have, you know, a higher ratio of people than on an average beach. Right. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard you guys talking about, yeah, you could shoot around it and you could use a lighthouse, mm-hmm. but you also know that was a nightmare for the photographer. Yeah. Yeah, and they had to walk up and make a U-turn and come back down the aisle. And I was so glad, so glad I was not the only person in America that noticed they forgot to give her her bouquet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Roseanne was on that. She was like, "Why didn't she have a bouquet?" And then all of a sudden, they she forgot does have to a give it to her. <laughs> yep. They just straight up forgot to give it to her. She was on her way when somebody realized it. It was too late then. Yeah. But I mean, it was just. It isn't that Ashley didn't try. I think she absolutely tried to the very best of her ability. 
mm-hmm. which is not saying a lot. <laughs> well, what, what I question, because I actually really like Daisy, but I question her decision to put Ashley in charge of something that involved taste for someone's wedding day. Right. I mean, did they hung one of those Mr. and Mrs. signs that you have at a tacky, a tacky <laughs> shower or at a, you know, bachelorette party. Yeah. And they hung it on the 10 by 10 with tool right beside the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was horrified, guys. I was horrified. I was like, come <laughs> so on, bad. just a little effort. I yeah. Mean, uh, yeah, but Ashley is not one of those types of people that's that resourceful where she would go, this looks tacky. Let me do something better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not in her wheelhouse. I'm not sure she knew it was tacky. Yeah. Right. And that could be true. The reason why I cut her slack on the dollar store flowers is they were the same flowers that they used for the beach picnic that I griped about at the very beginning of the season. Yeah. And I thought that maybe that's all that they had on the boat. Like, Oh, they, they had, had like, flowers. live yeah. flower arrangements all over the boat. That's true. You're right. Oh, I need Adrian's opinion on something else that's just been bugging the hell out of me. Go for it. We're all going to go gluten-free. Ugh. All of us? Really? Do we have to? Yeah. No. No. Yes. I mean, that was the dumbest thing ever. I was bugged by that till I found out she was the primary because I was so focused on the couple that I thought that they were the primaries. They weren't? No, the gluten-free woman was. And so then it kind of made more sense that Marcos was playing to her. That doesn't make more sense. What would you have done though, Adrian? I mean, if the wedding couple isn't gluten-free, then I wouldn't have made a gluten-free cake. Because that's I not- I would have made a separate gluten-free dessert for that primary. Correct. I mean, it's impressive that he pulled it off, but I, that's not what I would have done. And that doesn't mean that everybody else has to do it. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have enough dishes in his repertoire to make a decent meal without it. It just seems funny to me that that's the route that he would go with it when we've seen other chefs accommodate in other ways. Well, I also noticed that there was bread at breakfast. Anybody else notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he still definitely put out carbs, you know, like glutinous carbs in different situations, but not in a plating situation. It was interesting. You know what? The food was really amazing. I don't think that they missed out. Right. But I was just kind of, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But Marcos is amazing. Why didn't they just have somebody bring a cake over though from a bakery? Because that wouldn't have been dramatic. Yeah. Well, and Adrian pointed out too, that you'd have to do it like a week ahead of time. And then you know how loath Bravo is to break the fourth wall that anybody has this information prior to the day before they come. Yeah, I know. And if they're worried that something isn't going to go wrong with that charter, they've got to make sure they screw it up. Right. So that was a bother me. But what we haven't talked about yet was the most appalling thing that we saw. Okay. Last night had nothing to do with the wedding at all. Will anybody ever be able to eat grilled cheese again? Nope. (laughs) I will because I look away whenever Ashley's doing things. I had to be told, I watched it on the second watch because so many people were commenting on it. Adrian was the first I saw to comment on it. And I'm like, okay, I have to watch it because usually when she starts, this is my life now, I'm making grilled cheese for everyone. I, I can't. And so that's when I'll try and live tweet or look away and not pay attention to her. You know what I think is really messed up is the way when every time she does it, you see Colin and Marcus start filming her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Marcos's comments to her were just priceless too. He's like, this is so disgusting. Let me zoom in. Oh, you have butter on your tits. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like you can see everybody just watching her going, oh man, like, and like, do you lose a certain level of intoxication? Just, she just lose basic motor functions, like being able to shove sustenance in her gullet. I don't understand. She can't eat like a human. When I heard her say something like, I'm going to make 20 sandwiches. Mm-hmm. When she first went down there, yeah, my husband was watching it with me. He goes, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> And then I see her start hacking at the cheese and everything that she's pulling out of the fridge. And all I can think is, thank God the charter is over. Right. Yeah. Like, ew. Would anybody eat? Would you touch anything that woman had touched? No, they left that butter open. All, that It was margarine. Open all night. And Glenn, the look on his face when he walked into that and they're still all drunk in bed. And he wanted to go out just to have one of his little flatbreads. That's all the man wants. And there was no place to even fit a flatbread on that there table. There was just stuff everywhere. That's what astounds me about this group. I'm, not that we haven't seen other groups do it before, but the fact that they leave such a disastrous mess to have to like spend the first hour of their morning cleaning up the next day is just doesn't seem smart to me, but whatever. It didn't at all. But didn't you see there was foreshadowing when Glenn was leaving the dinner and he's like, you guys can, what did he, he told them basically? He's like, you can get in trouble tonight. Yeah, they did yeah. <laughs> they left a mess yep but uh points to daisy for going to sleep yeah exactly yeah i wasn't surprised about that they've been teasing that the entire season and i feel like that was just the end of the tease for now you know jen and i both postulated that we don't think they're ever going to get together that for the entirety of the rest of the time that those two are on the show together that they're just going to tease that relationship because people are like oh oh here, I have a question for you, Jen, because I saw you tweeted about this. Mm-hmm. What does shipped mean? When you ship people on a reality series or a TV show that you want to get them together in a relationship. So you ship them. Oh, okay. Where does that come from? Because it doesn't even make sense to me. Like, are you FedExing them something? No. Are you them like them naming them gazy With relationship. Oh, they ship you and name you something dumb like gazy. I understand. And here I thought you were one of the cool kids. (laughs) Every now and again, Jen, something flies past me. I thought they were saying shipped because they're on a ship. I just didn't. Okay, now I get it. I got it. it. Okay. I'm good. (laughs) That's me trying to act beneath my age. So I can can actually fit in with the cool kids and they just look at me like, okay, grandma. But I didn't know what to say. So I need Adrian to tell us. What was that like a backhanded promotion at the end there for not even not even i actually said it was either daisy gives her some kind of a promotion or she gets shanked on their last night out because it didn't make any sense to me it was that or nothing i'm sure but at the same time it has no formality like if she puts the words leads to on her resume people will be like oh she's an idiot and toss the resume aside because it doesn't mean anything you're a chief stew. You're a second stew. Somebody you're a said stew. that. Was it Marcus or somebody said that to her? That's Barnaby not even a real way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's why I said it's like the most epic level of low key trolling that Daisy could have done at the very end there because it doesn't mean anything. I hope Ashley puts that on her resume. Yeah. Because that'll just stop her from getting on the boats. <laughs> Maybe that's how we got around the OnlyFans. Who knows? <laughs> oh my God. I just hope they're going to show my favorite Shabbat of the entire season at the reunion. And that would be Ashley's nosedive out of her bed. Mm. Yeah. 
I just feel like that's gotta be in a compilation video. Yeah, I would hope. (laughs) Like this was a wild season. You know, you could show Ashley falling out of bed, and was it Colin or Gary who got snapped with the? Colin got snapped with the towel, the rat tail. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, in his lefty, as he said. And then Gary, this episode got smacked upside the head by Marcos. Pretty. That was awesome. It was so good. I'd be okay for like a yacht boys show with just. Los Poppies, the Giggle Club, whatever you want to call them, with just them, the three of them, maybe on Collins. Doesn't he do catamaran boats? Yeah. Yeah. Just something like I would totally watch that. Just like a couple of episodes worth of them just doing dumb pranks to each other, jackass yes. style. Yeah. That's what Kelsey said. She called it Yacht Ass. She said it's like a low key jackass. So yeah, I'd watch Yacht Ass. They have got a really good chemistry together. They were fun to watch. Yeah, they are. I agree. I think for the most part, like I said, this entire crew has had fairly decent chemistry. The standout exception being Ashley. But I think all in all, it was a good crew. I feel like we still didn't really know much about Barnaby by the end because he wasn't there very long. Right. I feel like we knew more about Scarlett because of her love interest with Gary. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll get a return of Barnaby because we didn't really get to see much of him and he was non-controversial for the most part. He almost had some one-liners like Colin does. Oh yeah. So, right. you know, having the two of them on a crew for any length of time, I think would probably be pretty entertaining. I don't know why he didn't get in on the shenanigans, but maybe it's because he was in a different room. I don't well, know. Oh, he was with Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you see him stepping on Glenn the last night? <laughs> yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> oh my God, that was funny. At least he didn't puke on him. Yeah. And then he goes, and Glenn's like, what time is it? Barnaby's like 4.30. <laughs> did you see in the never before seen footage episode one of them was glenn talking about which of the roommates he preferred whether it was jean-luc tom or barnaby and he said none of the above and he said gary was probably his favorite roommate i'm kind of surprised that he doesn't have colin or gary on his upper bunk for his sanity yeah True. But it wouldn't make the show as interesting. Well, I think probably because they're together all the time when the show's not filming, that they would have too good of a dynamic, if that makes sense. Yeah. You can't have Gary on his upper bunk because he'd be bringing girls across it. Otherwise. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I was pretty appalled these last two episodes. I was pretty appalled. I was. Like, the wedding was upsetting. The grilled cheese I used to like. spaghetti grilled cheese like i don't want her to have the opportunity to ruin any more comfort foods for me seriously i don't want to see her eat pizza no (laughs) i don't want to see her eat anything oh right yeah yeah i mean me too so i I don't know but it was a great season it was i still love daisy yeah i just think she used poor judgment putting ashley in charge of anything that would be someone's lifelong memory yeah I concur. But I mean, at that point, I'm sure Daisy was burnt out and she was like, ah, screw it. I'll just let Ashley do it. Especially since we know how much everybody loves beach parties. She was probably like, this is a good job for Ashley. (laughs) Everybody hates a beach party. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And I'm sure there was some encouragement from production on that too, because there was a lot of things she was put in charge of at the end. Oh yeah. That she probably had no business being in charge of. Yeah. Well, thank God Scarlett took a step away from Gary. So everyone could play nicely together. Agreed. And I think the only reason we saw a semi-decent human version of Ashley was because Scarlett did back off. 
Scarlet backed off of Gary because of Daisy. Yeah. But I think that if Daisy hadn't had a problem with it and hadn't been on her and she had still gone there, that she and Ashley wouldn't have gotten along. Oh, for sure. Because in Ashley's narcissistic mind, Scarlet backed off because of Ashley and she listened to Ashley's advice and all of that. So gotcha. that's the only reason they got along. Well, you know, could have been bloody. Yeah, could have been. Could have been bloody. I think Scarlet made a good move there. Yeah, she did. And it wasn't going to go anywhere with Gary. And she's a smart enough girl to know that. But I do think from her goodbye confessional that it seems like she feels like she could go anywhere from here that she got a lot of experience in the short time she was there she's super pretty yeah she's super pretty she's super nice and she seemed very confident she only had to be told things once and then she did them which is exactly why she won't be back because we can't have that seriously well sometimes they squeeze a good person in between two people that hate each other so she might have that kind of Asia role I don't know that she would migrate up to chief like Asia did but she might have that good second stew role like Amy on season two. Oh yeah. Sometimes there's just a nice, good, competent person in there. It kind of offsets and provides context for the crazy. Like you see how you're supposed to act and then you see everybody around them. It makes them look even more crazy because there's a normal person for contrast. You know what I mean? This is true. You are not wrong about that, I suppose. I should be a producer. (laughs) Oh, wait. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all are nuts. Yeah. So Adrian and I talked about this on the recap. What did you think of Kelsey saying that she wanted no part of yachting? I was shocked by that. And I don't know if it's because we didn't get to know her well enough, but it just seemed to come out of nowhere to me. Did it even phase you? It didn't phase me because Mm -hmm. I don't know. She's young. Mm-hmm. And I think she's still figuring out what she likes. And the way that she sort of stayed above the nonsense. Right. She wasn't not fun. Right. I mean, there were nights that she got absolutely blotto, mm-hmm. but there were also nights where everybody was stupid and she was smart enough to go to bed. Right. And I think that she's ready for something else. Right. She's got another type of gig. And I think that that probably plays into it quite a bit as well, because she's got something to fall back on. A lot of the people that we see don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And like you said, Adrian, the type of people they look for this in hindsight, you realize that that wasn't you and you're kind of okay with that. Maybe that's the Kelsey thing as well. Cause you're too normal for reality yeah. television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just knew she wasn't going to do something really stupid and embarrassing. Right. I still want to know what her type is though. <laughs> I don't know. She's super pretty too. Yeah, I think she is. I think she's got that natural Southern California beauty, you know, and I was surprised that she didn't seem inclined towards anybody on there. I wonder if she just made it clear to the guys that she wasn't interested in anything on that level really early and we didn't see it. Yeah, that could be possible. Also, she's younger than most of them, I think, or at least she looks it. So maybe it was just that they all regarded her more as like that goofy little sister type. I was going to say, is there a little sister vibe between them? Yeah. And I think that inherently comes out of just probably her mentality about things. And she worked really hard and she was kind of goofy and like farted out loud at the beginning. So that <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, I was dying. Yeah, that might have been a couple of times she like cleared the room. It was impressive. Yeah. I mean, I've spent a few days locked in cars with my grandchildren recently. 
So, I mean, you know, I see the humor in farts this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My grandson has discovered the humor in all of the bodily functions. He just thinks it's hysterical. He was walking around. We went fishing on Father's Day and he had this giant log in between his legs. And it was just like, okay, that picture is not going on Facebook. All right. (laughs) Meant to ask you the other day, how did his lordship do with the fishing? His lordship only caught one crappie. (laughs) He was not very happy. That's funny. Our Ohio weather has been really bad. For Father's Day, I got John, I bought a five foot square tract of land in Scotland. And when you own any piece of land, you're a lord. You're a lord. Exactly. (laughs) So... Adrian is calling him his lordship now and it's going to get really old really fast because (laughs) he likes it way too much and I need to buy myself a ladyship here. (laughs) Awesome. That's awesome. Well, we are at the beach with 12, 15 and 17 year old. Nice. Those are fun ages. Well, it's the first real good family trip we've been able to do since COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the two years that have elapsed, I mean, we've seen the kids a lot, but they have grown up so much. They're fun mm-hmm. to hang out with. Right. You know, it's just, I, I've spent an entire week playing on a beach, like playing paddle ball and playing in the water. Last night, watching them win thousands of tickets to buy cheesy things in arcades. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. I know. And, I, and then all of this, and I get this horrible, like shocking PTSD experience watching them put plastic flowers on a beach on below deck. Right. That ruined my week. <laughs> just got to, it ruined my week. Do we know what's going on with the next season? We just found out this morning. Adrian actually found out. I'll let you take it. So they are going to release Below Deck Mediterranean on July 11th. So they're taking a break for July 4th because the reunion for this season is next week. Okay. And then they're taking a break and then it's right into med. So... We will be back with Sandy and crew starting on the 11th of July. I know you're excited about that. Well, I'm interested to see. I'm excited. There's a trailer online that you can watch now. It didn't come out with the article right away, but it is out now. And they're in Malta this season. Sandy's never been there before. We've got a new female bosun. So that's interesting. We have two stews that look almost like identical twins. It's kind of creepy. Twins have always creeped me out a little bit. I think it's probably from Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something. I saw Children (laughs) of the Damned or something. I don't know. (laughs) Nice. So that's going to be interesting. There's supposed to be kind of a relationship, I guess, with the chief stew and the chef, except she starts to like somebody else. I don't know. There's a lot in the trailer and a lot in that article. It was Us Magazine, right? Yeah. They're exclusive. So check that out for sure. It's going to be interesting. There's some ship drama. Like breaking the ship drama. Like breaking the ship drama. Yeah. They run into something. Yes, they do. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you go to the bank and you have those big concrete poles that are around the ATM. Oh, no. That's what it looks like down the side of the boat. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really hate it when that happens on my yacht. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking forward to anything specific in the reunion next week? Besides seeing Ashley fall on her face, are you looking for any makeups, any apologies, any? Are you going to bring Gabriella? Yes. On for part of it? Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to the interaction with that. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what she says and what they have to say. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. I think Gary didn't take any ownership of his role in that entire mess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that made me, I don't like instinctively hate Gary. He's just a man whore, but I didn't like how all that went down at all. Cause there was right. just, she had something going on and he played it in a weird way. And I didn't like that. Yeah. I need some resolution there. I need it not just to be Gabby taking the fall and saying that she's not in a headspace for it. Right. I need somebody to stand up and say, we contributed to your headspace. So we'll see if that happens. Accountability isn't Bravo's strong suit, but who knows? They may surprise us since they teased us about a relationship all season. Yeah, you never know. Maybe they'll try and make up for it at a reunion. I'm just hopeful that Ashley is able to eat dinner prior to the reunion so that we don't have to see her stuff her face <laughs> oh, or anything. Yeah, that's just, yeah. I, oh my gosh. I can hope, right? Yeah, you can hope. It takes a lot to make a grilled cheese objectionable. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> it's cheese and bread. Those are my two favorite food groups. Yeah, I'm, there was a lot of, I'm not sure what all was in that by the time she was done. Yeah, I'm not sure she knows what all was in it by the time yeah, she was done. Yeah, probably not. I think there were probably labels in it and everything. So that was special. Yeah. But I am so excited to finally get to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. So fun to meet you. I love your podcast, ladies. And I have so much fun with listening to all your takes on things because your snark level is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise I will say the things that you don't want to say publicly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my promise to you, Sandy Nelson Malone. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. Have a fantastic time. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. I love you. Love you too. Thank you everybody for listening. Check us out next week for our recap of the reunion. And until then, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me, hearties. <laughs> <laughs>